0: You're listening to the Free To Be Mindful Podcast, which invites you along on a journey to learn of mindful living, grow in mental health, and inspire through personal growth. In a world where we can often feel much stressed and overwhelmed, this podcast provides bite-sized tips and real talk conversations, empowering you to embrace mindfulness and nurture your full potential. I'm your host, Vanessa De Jesus Guzman, educator, licensed professional counselor, entrepreneur and mom. I'm passionate about helping others live life with peace of mind and ease of heart without losing their, well, you know, here we go. Hello and welcome to episode 180 of the free to be mindful podcast. I hope that you're feeling good, looking good and doing better in this world than you were yesterday. So happy new year. And my friends, not only will I say Happy New Year, but I will also wish you a very happy birthday and a happy anniversary to all of you, because the Free to Be Mindful podcast turned three years old right before the holidays. I truly, truly thank you for your listens, for your shares, for your support, and I really Appreciate sharing this little space, this corner of the internet with you. If you'd like to make a gift to the Free to Be Mindful podcast, and I say gift in quotation marks, I do invite you to either leave a rate or a review on your favorite podcast platform or on YouTube if you're watching instead of listening. Or it would mean a ton if you even share the podcast with a friend who you think may benefit from listening to things about mindful living, mental health, and personal growth. So again, thank you, thank you, thank you. And let's get back to the new year. So as I scroll through social media and even on all of the news and daytime talk shows, everyone is emphasizing the idea of making New Year's resolutions, which I personally do not believe in. You can check out episode two for my take on wishes versus goals versus resolutions, and we'll link that in the show notes for you to make it an easy find. And we've heard it all before, and many of us have even experienced a desire for the concept of new year, new me. And you know the feeling when we envision our resolutions or our goals for the upcoming year, all in hopes that we can see our dreams and wishes come true in like tomorrow. (laughs) <laughs> but it doesn't really work that way. The whole new year, new you mentality then backfire. And sometimes it can even create a harmful mindset for yourself because of the unhealthy implications and really because of the heavy pressures that come along with the new year, new me mindset. Because if we wanted an entire new version of ourselves, it can then lead to the thought of, well, something must be wrong with me, right? Something must be wrong with me to want an entire new version of myself. Now, not to say that we may think about that in every aspect of our lives or generally speaking, but perhaps that may hold true to one area or one aspect of our life, perhaps in our relationships or in our health lives or in loss or successes or lifestyle habits. It can be really easy to feel disillusioned and believe that there is indeed something wrong with us when that's really not the case. And I'll share with you that when I meet people online, especially via Zoom, folks are always really surprised when they meet me then in person of how tall I am. Now I'm 5'8", which is nothing extraordinary, but throwing a pair of heels in there and big hair, (laughs) I'm easily over six feet tall. Now, because I was always one of the tallest growing up with tallest of my friends, tallest in my classes, I was always aware of the space that I took up in the world, which then through time led into being concerned about my weight, especially in my early years. And because of this, the start of the new year always meant the start of a new or the start of a more intense workout regimen. So much so that even now, while being pregnant, and by the way, if you missed that announcement, please tune into the last episode, episode 179, where I shared that with you. Now, even being pregnant, my mind immediately, in the last three or four days, immediately went to the thought of, "Mm, I need to do something new. I need to start working out. When the reality is, I'm going to continue working out and eating in a way that's generally healthy. For me and healthy for my growing baby. And I say generally because you know that I still love me some pizza (laughs) and some ice cream and some maduros, but I digress. When my mind went to that space of I need to start working out or I need to do something different, it was fairly easy to first be aware that my mind was going to that place. And second, to make the necessary shift to then leave that mindset in the past. However, I can't say that the same would have been true 20 years ago. Despite being very thin 20 years ago, I would feel the need to totally overdo it in the first two months of the year. And while I would see perhaps some immediate success, I would eventually get tired of whatever crazy workout or fad diet I'd be on. And eventually I'd stop. So physically, I wouldn't get the results I wanted by December of that year because the efforts would stop by February or so if I was lucky. And then mentally, it would actually cause more harm than good because I didn't think positively of myself to begin with, which is why I wanted to implement these changes. And then when I couldn't follow through, when I didn't get those results, I would then beat myself up, right, for not being able to keep up. With the resolution that i had made for myself and that is why my friends that frankly i do not believe in resolutions because far too often we become our own biggest and our own worst critics we become judges of our appearances our careers our feelings painting what ifs and picturing other versions of ourselves now yes we can dream higher but we don't want to judge ourselves negatively And sometimes these judgments come from ourselves, but sometimes it does come from outside influences and outside perceptions, like what we see on social media, in other relationships, in old situations, in other stories that somehow make us lose sight of the path of the journey that we are currently on. We may then battle insecurities that stem from our experiences in the past or impending thoughts regarding our future. Where we find ourselves stuck in a toxic relationship or with a culture of comparison, self-doubt and heavy emotions that weigh on our happiness and on our self-esteem. And then instead of practicing compassion and patience with ourselves, we begin to feel as though we're just not enough, or we start to dislike these different aspects of ourselves or of our surroundings. And if and when that happens, we then tend to move toward unhealthy coping mechanisms. When we're caught up in the cycle, we fixate on the fixing and the idea that we need to fix ourselves or fix what's happening when really there's nothing wrong with ourselves to begin with. We're human. And that means that we're meant to learn by trial and error. And we're meant to show ourselves kindness, that same kindness that we share with others. We're supposed to be imperfect. So don't let the new year, new you mindset make you feel like there's something wrong with you. And now don't get me wrong, because in the same breath, I'll say that the new year can be a fresh start on updating goals or plans. It just shouldn't be limited to the new portion. And you don't have to wait until January 1st or until Monday or until the next day to start. You can implement new goals at any time because you may be thinking, well, let's say if there are things I want to change, does that mean that I have to throw out my resolutions? No, we can resolve to do better and to live better. But instead of thinking that we need to change who we are, we can instead put in the effort to heal and encourage ourselves. So then you may ask yourself, how can we still kick off the new year with a fresh start? but change the unhealthy resolutions into healthy habits. Fact is, my friends, that research shows that 23% of people quit their resolutions by the end of the first week, the first week, and 43% quit by the end of January. And the numbers don't lie. I actually think those numbers are kind of low. But regardless of what the numbers are, we should be curious about what they mean. And why is it that so many people, regardless of percentage, why is it that so many people end up dropping their resolutions, which were meant to help in some aspects of their lives, but yet here they are forgetting them? And the answer is that resolutions might be trendy, but change isn't. Change comes from when you want something for yourself instead of for a tradition's sake. And that can be either long-term or short-term, depending on when you identify the need for change and what the change is and the effort that you're going to put forth to make that change. So we just want to recenter the intention and the purpose of our resolutions. So first, I encourage you to shift your mindset from resolutions to goals. Consider the intention behind the resolution or the goal that you're making. Is the goal something that brings you happiness or are you doing it for some external reason or motivation? Sometimes we do things because we want to look a certain way or feel or be a certain way. And this can put emphasis on that external validations rather than internal validation or internal self-love. When we desire change, it must Start and end with us in order for that change to be truly successful and for it to truly stick. We have to target what our intentions are for us. And then to make a goal into something manageable, take a look at how you're shaping your goals. Make them bite sized so that you don't create these intense pressures on yourself. This way, you can determine what you truly want to achieve, which helps you have realistic expectations in that process. When we have resolutions, we want to feel happy when we reach that goal. But sometimes we don't reach the goal overnight. It may take us a while to get there and then we may forget about that goal. And we then won't want to be so hard on ourselves if that goal changes or if it doesn't happen or if the season of life just doesn't make that goal a possibility for you. Maintaining flexibility and openness with what you're hoping for is key. And in addition to making these goals bite-sized, I'm also a big believer that instead of making resolutions for the entire year, do them in quarters. Just think about for this first quarter of the year, January, February, and March, what do you want to accomplish? What do you want to do? What do you want those three months to look like? And that makes it much more manageable than thinking about this one big thing for the entire year. So remember that it's not a bad thing necessarily to make New Year's resolutions, But we have to be flexible and we have to be accountable with them, whether we call them resolutions or goals. We have to do the work. And in order to do it, we have to really understand what that means and then what we've done so far. And if it helps to change the verbiage again from resolutions to goals, go for it. And I do have another issue with resolutions because the whole new year, new you mindset can discredit the work that you've put in to date. So we know that life is filled with road bumps and learning curves, but these issues, these challenges exist in our lives to remind us of who we are and what we've been through because we all have stories. We all have experiences that have either hurt us or helped us or shown a light on what truly is important to us. And some of these experiences may carry pain or shame. And it can be easy to pretend like they never happened, right? Like they never even existed. But we shouldn't disservice ourselves by forgetting the things that made us stronger or the lessons that we learned. It doesn't mean that we should focus on the negative, but the tough things that we go through do create someone filled of grit and resilience and perseverance. And there's something special to be found in that. So we shouldn't disservice ourselves from the work that we've put in to get to this better place that we're hopefully at. And maybe it is that we've tried therapy for the first time to work through our issues. Maybe we just learned from a mistake, then we've made the changes and and implemented them for a whole new outcome or for new situations. Maybe it was that we shed an old habit that wasn't serving us. Our current selves has made all types of mistakes. I'm the first one to admit that. We should use what we've learned from these mistakes as a tool of reflection, realization, and self-awareness. And then we need to keep going so that when the new year does come, we can't forget the projects or the habits that we've already instilled. Instead of doing that, we can instead carve out time for making sure that we're consistent with the efforts that we have been putting in. Because we know that imperfections may lead to discomfort But imperfections also lead to opening up new understandings and new opportunities that we may not have seen before. And we only begin seeing it when we incorporate the aspect of mindfulness in terms of being mindful of our words, of our feelings, and of our actions. Doing the work, like we've mentioned before, means looking at our behaviors, at our wounds, at our patterns, and seeing where we can still heal or where we can still improve. Like the old saying goes, when we know better, we do better. And doing the work also means being honest and vulnerable. And that can sometimes feel really scary, but it's needed to make us active and present in our own lives. And so how do we do that work? (laughs) And the answer to that is self-awareness. Self-awareness is one of the greatest gifts that we can tune into. But it can sometimes be challenging to manage, especially when life gets messy and in the way. And there is no perfect blueprint. A lot of what we learn and take into this new year or take into any aspect or any time of our lives is a combination of new knowledge and old memories. And when we blend these two together, it does create a beautiful canvas where we see potential and growth, potential for change and potential for growth to just be better humans. So all in all, new year, new you. Is it a bad thing? Eh. All right. It's been popular for a long time and it's been made into memes and, you know, quotes and all these fancy things that people put up there on the news and on TV and social media. But with 2024 finally here and the possibility of having new experiences Take the time to picture what you really want, whether it's through practicing affirmations or whether it's through creating new goals. Take the time to reflect on the past, what worked, what didn't work. And my friends, if you need questions to help guide you, again, you can tune into last week's episode, episode 179, where I provided questions that you can reflect on to really have these answers to move forward for a successful year. And remember that it's okay to love all of you, all of the aspects of yourself, the good, bad, the ugly, and the beautiful. We sometimes get caught in the trap of being mutually exclusive, believing that two things can't exist at the same time. But a lot of things can exist at the same time. The good and the bad, the pain and the pleasure, the celebrations and the sacrifices, the old version of you, and the new version of you. I truly believe that we don't ever stay the same in our whole entire lives, but with every experience, with every situation, with every person we love, with every thing that we accomplish, we do become different and hopefully better versions of ourselves. So you will hopefully continue to adapt, to learn new lessons, to pick up new habits, And you will have moments when you find something that you keep working on or working toward or something that you end up falling back to. And this is all part of our life's journey. So as we start 2024, whether it be the start of the year right now, or whether you're listening to this a little later on in the year, take the space to think and acknowledge how you want to use the promises of a new year, of a new week, of a new day in a positive way. Not giving up on who you are completely, who you were completely, or completely changing yourself, but just working toward continuous self-improvement and treating personal development as an ongoing process that is necessary. New year, blank you, and you get to choose what goes in the blank, as long as it stays true to the truest and best version of yourself. And my friends, sometimes in order to find these version of ourselves, we need some outside assistance. So if you are a New Jersey resident and you have a child in your life from grades two through six, so second through sixth grade, and if these children need more confidence, better ways to communicate with people, help on making friends, they may be interested in attending a winter social skills group with me This is an eight week program beginning at the end of January into mid-March, where we're going to meet in person on a weekly basis and learn social skills that will not only serve them now, but serve them in their future as well. So if you're interested in that, please visit freetobemindful.com backslash groups. And if you are a mom, an expecting mom like myself, or a mom that needs some support in whatever stage of motherhood you're in. I do invite you to check out amigamoms.com and check out all of the real mom talks and all of the in-person groups that we're going to be having beginning in January. I hope that these resources serve you and your loved ones well. I now invite you to join me on this short guided meditation. So regardless of where you are or what you're doing, think of who you want to be not beginning in a new year, not beginning on Monday, but beginning right now, when you think of the very old version of yourself with gray hair and lots of wrinkles, if you can see that person in your mind, bring them to your mind now, when you think of this old person version of yourself, what do you want to be remembered as? What kind of life do you want to live? What kind of person do you want to be? What kind of experience do you want to have had? And know that it starts now, regardless of how old you are in this very moment. If you want to be a certain way, have a certain experience, accomplish certain things, the change begins now in bite-sized changes. And know that Rome wasn't built in a day. So things may take time, but you can start today because today is better than any day. Remember that this new year can bring beautiful changes, growth and a positive spark in your personal development. But also remember that you don't need to reinvent yourself and completely forgo the journey that has made you into the person that you are today. Remembering that nurturing and loving the current version of yourself is what's needed in order for you to become the version that you want to be tomorrow. Remember, my friends, that in a world where you are free to be anything that you want to be, you are always free to be mindful. I'll catch you next week.